Hey, 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 and welcome to your weekly corner spacey. We've got we got a lot of people here today. We've got Rob. Hey, everybody. We've got Nick. Yo. It's got Kieran here on the ones and twos. I don't know what that means. But we also have a special guest, Jean, joining us again because we're talking about France and we don't understand France. Bonjour. Look at him go. That's French. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. How's it going? Oh, it's going good, man. It's going good. I remembered some French. Oh, a waste of time. Baguettes. Baguettes. That's it. I'm Baguettes. fucking done. I'm out of here. Oh, I actually do have a story about that. Of like, um, there was a French guy in my college course in Dublin, and we did graphic design. So we just like made a poster of his face and just said like "J'aime le baguette" on it. Like <laughs> I like the baguette, and then he just You're came calling. in. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just like, ah, oh, he's French. He likes baguettes. And then he just came in and burst out laughing. He's like, "Where I'm from, that's slang for penis." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah. You appreciate it. I can joke. I can sing uh, But come on, it's a, any long like you could have guessed that that slang for yeah, penis. Yeah, yeah. Even it could have been invented in that moment and it still would have been. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> it's, a, it's a penis, um, sure. My the, the extent of my French abilities is I can sing uh Frère Jacques oh, yeah. from oh. from class. You know that's a dark song actually. I don't know if it's like a QAnon conspiracy theory, but I think it's like a song about pedophilia. I believe it. <laughs> uh, say Most no more. Don't even fucking get Rob started on on the, on like just the intertwined deep dark secrets of pedophilia in Europe. Yeah. Uh, like, no one believes me when I say that Madonna's like a prayer is about blowjobs. But I, oh, I didn't know that. No, no, I, it's not. But it, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> It isn't. I, I mean, I believe you right there. I'm not even fucking. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Just a quick topic before we go into France, because I, I'd be remiss not to mention this, but there is, there's been someone in like right wing European politics that we have not talked about, mainly because I'm too afraid to ever touch Dutch politics because it just seems like Germany, but more cursed. Uh, you brought it up a long time, long time ago. We did, like yeah. one of our first episodes. Yeah, but like, there's like, there's people keep asking me to recommend stuff on the left to do in like various countries in Europe, and I just get to the Netherlands. It's like there's no hope. Just it's <laughs> over, man. Let the sea take you. Um, no, okay. So that's the official. That's the official corner spatey position on the Netherlands. Is just, yeah, absolutely. Climate um, change is inevitable, and the Netherlands won't exist. So why bother? Why bother? <laughs> uh, one of us in the wreckage. oh god i did read like a a materialist history of like the netherlands and belgium recently that just made me look like a fucking clown because it was like oh how did the netherlands start and it was just like it's a buffer state between france and germany if you think it's anything other than that you're an idiot (laughs) i mean fair point yeah yeah i agree Uh, with that (laughs) but yeah okay so forum for democracy which is like this right-wing party that initially kind of started doing the like Jordan Peterson grift. Like the guy who was the head of the party theory about day was just like intellectualizing. He came up with things like oikophobia, which is like fear of the West was his, his term. And that's why, that's why people were critical. Oikophobia of- sounds like 
a fear of like the family or fear of the household, like literally yeah, translated. Yeah, that's what that's what he was like. The household, your own country. Yeah. Oh, the fear okay. of... Yeah, no, oh, I'm just yeah, I'm yeah. just afraid. I'm just afraid of housework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having the kit the dishes, but like he. This was his like over-intellectualized explanation for why some Dutch people, namely Dutch people of color, were critical of all the blackface they do around Christmas time. Which, by the way, happy holidays, gang! But like, um, so yeah, the that's thing, that's blackface season in the, in the Netherlands and in Belgium too. Always forget yes, to yeah. the same country. The the Sinterklaas tradition and Svarte Piet, but like, yeah. So he he made it famous big that way, and then like some regional election like local elections last year his party sweeps and like if you win local elections in the Netherlands you get to the Senate yeah. anyway so that all kind of like fell apart like very rapidly this weekend womp womp um, yeah where um, basically during the summer a bunch of like youth members of this party did like Nazi memes and they all got leaked in their chat groups and then Thierry Baudet was like, we'll do an investigation. Ah. Nazi memes getting leaked from the youth wing of any right, far right party is like, is like that guy who like bet his life savings on the one seeds, like winning in the first round of March Madness. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can set your clock to it. Like yeah, when it's absolutely. not, when it doesn't happen, it should be like national news. It, when it Meet doesn't one... happen, it's, when it doesn't happen, it's like they have tight ranks. Someone is snitching <laughs> yeah. in that group. It's like it's like every fucking idiot who was like so stoked on the Lakers this season. Like it's like we knew they were gonna fucking win the 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 NBA finals. Like it's not it's exciting for no one else but like weirdos in LA. Like that's it. The uh so all these nasty memes come out and there's like hubbub and then it was revealed that one of the party leaders also has ties with the Nazi, like neo-Nazis in, in the Netherlands. His name is Freak. Shot Pikachu meme. His name, I kid you not, is Freak Janssen. His first name is Freak. <laughs> <laughs> but with like two E's instead of EA. Yo, put my freak on a leash, will you, Kieran? Trying to get off a leash. It, like Dutch politics, John is just a lot of really dumb names. <laughs> it's so good. Um, we have Jorg Freak on a leash. Jorg, no wait, that's uh, sorry, that's that's that's, that's, that's song. Swedish. <laughs> that's Swedish corn, yes. Yeah. Um, or people named like Yoon or yeah. There's a lot of like the woman who fucked up the health like health response in Belgium is literally called Maggie de Block. Oh I'm, yeah. Like, this is, yeah, she looks, so, she looks so sick as well. She looks yeah. like a block. Yeah. Um, Are you sure that's not Belgian J Lo? <laughs> <laughs> Maggie D block. Maggie from the block. That's, yes. That's how, that's how I can take this country seriously because, like, all this old region seriously because you have the, the person who's supposed to be the minister of, of health who looks like the people the most unhealthy on earth. And you're like, oh yeah, she's the minister, she's the head of the Ministry of Health. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that Germany kept Peter Altmaier like away from that. <laughs> like, like, so to continue with the story, just real as quickly as I possibly can, it came out last week before the weekend that yes, there was an investigation done and a bunch of people in the youth party were suspended, but it turns out the people they suspended were the ones who leaked the images, not the ones who posted the Nazi memes. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. 
<laughs> so um yeah the the Baudet said he would call another internal investigation the members of his party that are in parliament are like no this is this is too little too late uh you need to get rid of the neo-nazis slash freak jansen um Baudet was like, well, like i understand yeah. i understand the like why the like whatever the more uh, respectable centrists in this party, if you can even use that term, uh, sure. think this. But it's like, dude, why did you sign up for this forum for democracy? What did you think you like was going on here? It's, it's sort of like, what do you mean? There's there can't be any Nazism in our far right party. It's like, who's who's the real sucker here? Yeah, oh. but like, it, it he genuinely had like particularly the media fooled. Like everyone on the left in the Netherlands could like see through this immediately. But like the media thought like were convinced he was to the left of like Geert Wilders' party. Oh um, yeah, yeah. But like they're they're basically identical. Like the the best description I ever heard is um, Geert Geert Wilders or no. Thierry Baudet is the Nazis who listen to Wagner and Geert Wilders are the Nazis who listen to Schlager. Like that's the, that's the only distinction is like this weird cultural like distinction between them. Anyway, this all results in like uh, Thierry Baudet stepping down for a minute. Then like some people leave the party. Then he resumes his position as leader, calls for leadership elections. And the leadership are like, no, you can't do that. Kicks him out of the party calls the police on him, uh, locks him out of the head offices. And I think that's, that's, that's where we are. It got revealed recently that he was like ranting on various conspiracies over the weekend, which might have like accelerated all this, including yeah. some choice quotes of like, this is from one of the senators of FED. I indicated that I thought we should not tolerate anti-Semitism or Nazism. Theory then asked, Theory Baudet then asked, where did, you, where did your crusade against anti-Semitism come from? Most everyone I know is an anti-Semite. <laughs> All my friends, are All my friends are anti-Semites. Yeah, like, I, dude, I could say it. I've got an anti-Semite as a friend. <laughs> I love oh, it's, the, it's the exact. It's the exact opposite of like the German discourse about that. Like, yeah, yeah. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. The Netherlands is literally just taking Germany and just flipping it on its head. Well, yeah, like yeah. Germany is like everyone is an anti-Semite and they're my enemies, and the Netherlands are like everyone's an anti-Semite and they're my best friends. <laughs> and, and I was yeah. looking into like uh, because we were about the weird names in in the far right in Europe, mm. and I remember this this uh, convicted uh, Nazi um, and convicted of right racism uh who might be mp in the in denmark called rasmus palunden yes 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 Jam Coors, the guy who looks like yeah. um what's the pig guy from star wars rob we've talked about this <laughs> oh, no. yeah oh, the gamorian guard yeah, he looks like the gamorian yeah. guard from star wars yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy who likes but like that guy, burns throwback. the uh, burns the Quran in public as like a YouTube prank. Um, yeah, he gets all his I, money from like YouTube chip. Like YouTube I fucking hate when they did that in Return of the Jedi. That pissed me <laughs> off. <laughs> that's where the that's where the franchise fell off for me, man. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I'm looking at this picture. It really looks like that. <laughs> it, does. it was it was a solid read by Rob back in the day. Yeah. Um, uh, Wait, I just want to say quickly, uh, I don't know if this is the end of 
theory about day. I guess he's going to be around doing something or maybe yeah. he'll fall off the face of the earth. Who knows? But I just, I feel like we need a quick salute to yet another like 37 year old loser who uh, is a loser nerd, uh, yeah. wrote yeah. a PhD thesis, but is somehow like, I was the only one who like hates college and sees through the lies. It's all right, dude. And then they're just on, like, if they're, if they're like, if they're dumb, they think, you know, my unique, you know, because I learned how to, like, uh, do pickup artistry. I will convince the, like, you know, Dutch nation to, like, you know, make me their Führer. I'm going uh, to nag if, the voters. Yeah, exactly. And then if they're, but if they have, like, a little bit of sense, they're like, this is all a merry-go-round musical chairs where, you know, we're just all, like, repressed misanthropes with undercuts. And we're just, like, waiting to be the, like, hap- the, the, like flashy right-wing group that's in power when there's, like, a dramatic economic recession. Yeah. And... Yeah, you were in the you were in the music, musical chair for what? Maybe fourteen months, and uh, you missed your chance. Sorry, dude. There will be another one of you, I'm sure. So you you um, missed your chance. Unfortunately, also that's also the part in in Return of the Jedi where Yoda dies and says there is another racist Dutch person ready to you know, take the reins <laughs> of, of this country. That's what the Jedi are. It's actually pronounced Yedi, and it's the it's the it's the Dutch word for anti-Semite. Um, yeah, the the joke, unfor- but that's actually how it's pronounced in German. Sick, sick. I love it. Um, yeah, unfortunately, Rob, he is kind of like winning the struggle at the moment because he was like he kept going on Dutch media, being like, "Everyone who's informed for democracy who isn't me should leave. I am the party." It was like insane shit. But now, like a lot of them have agreed to leave. Like all the people who were tipped to be his successor. So I think he won. Um, but also, I just want to I just I just want to read out some choice quotes that came out from him over the weekend, like unhinged shit. Um, at one point, theory proclaimed that Corona had been brought into the world by George Soros, and others to take away our freedom and start a new world dom- domination. He shouted, shouted that Hillary Clinton and the pedophiles had not succeeded, but that it would now work via coronavirus. I um I'm curious. Uh, you know, he's in a he's in a far right wing party in Europe. Uh, do we really want to look into the pedophilia in his own party? Like, do we really want to leave every stone? Just you know, just overturn every stone. Just find out. Just the fucking disgusting. Oh, sure. Like, I mean, you know, we saw this in what uh, we saw this in, in in Norway that there's this massive problem with that with the far right. Mm. Germany, I um has a much different one that then has a longer history of pedophilia here. Um the Dutch I'm imagine like I'm getting I'm getting that vibe though from them. Sorry. Like I yeah. uh, I feel that he should he should watch his words carefully. Uh, no no nation no nation is free from it. But we will have to do our own episode about uh Forum for Democracy and Theory Bode in more detail because some biographies are coming out now and yeah, he's a massive nerd. He's like, just, he goes to all these like parties and just gets really angry that no one's talking to him about Plato. <laughs> seems, this is really dude, cool. Fuck. Is that, is like, he escaped from 4chan. That's his Yeah. Oh no. A hundred percent. He is like, his whole thing was, he was like the YouTuber party. Oh, like, okay. like it's he, nice. um, like he would, he would probably resent the term being far right. He would have called himself classical liberal, oh, like oh, that kind of bullshit. Like that's that's, that's awesome. a twenty seventeen alt right YouTube grift. Like oh, he was a hundred percent that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, moving a little bit south and skipping over another nonsense nation that is Belgium. 
uh we're gonna we're gonna talk about france okay the um i know we talk (laughs) (laughs) i genuinely thought you were correcting me (laughs) i was like but i I did say we were talking oh okay um (laughs) but yeah we we talk a lot of big shit here being being boys in berlin about like germany ruling europe and yeah it does it's no longer the 60s the french don't matter but they do to us so let's (laughs) let's let's talk about france they think that they matter and they which means that they do matter when it comes to the european you know uh struggle i really like to think there's someone in probably in les republicans who's like his whole politics is making french the international language again like, dude there's that? people who like there's literally somewhere. people yeah, there's somewhere. literally there's literally people from that fucking party though who have just like left eu meetings because they're like what this is not in french i'm leaving <laughs> and they just like throw a fit just and like, then because leaving in their way the meeting... full of confused civilians <laughs> yeah like because the because the meeting was being headed in english and french like you know in the what 70s was like one of the main languages of the yeah. I mean, it still technically is but there's just, yeah, again, just also still nerds, lame, but in a yeah. much different, you know, turtleneck wearing yeah, sort of sense. Some people confuse uh, it being sexy. Yeah. There's this thing called la, Fran- la francophonie, which is like literally what you just described. This, ki- this kind of like office, you know, uh, who's pushing for French to be like the international language from like the old colony. So making sure with small uh, like cultural offices that people still speak french and like mm. use the french language and stuff like that so it's it's actually a thing <laughs> nice i love it oh god but yeah i would no. rather have german be the language of of all that stuff because i speak it so <laughs> second let's do this <laughs> I, I, like, no i i don't like this because then i have to envision like german speaking west africa which just seems very oh, yeah. weird and wrong to me really dark it seems dark yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we taught all these people racism through the language of german um all right the language that's so analytical about its race science <laughs> It's, it's uh, I'm I'm never learning German. I'm just never I'm not doing it. All right. So, uh, Rob, do you want to do you want to kick us off here because you 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 studied into like the the thing that kicked this all off the the Macron's a liberal crusade against uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot to say about France um, that we're not going to get to. Uh, people have asked us like, when are you doing an episode on the yellow vest? When are you doing an episode on this or that? Um, obviously, uh, coronavirus and all the battles over that is a big element. But I think to structure today's episode, we're going to focus on the rise of this. On the, I mean, you can't call it a, a rise rise uh, of Islamophobia in France and the latest debates over it. Um, and we will that brings us to the present day and some new laws that well, brings us to two things in the present day. One, Macron basically positioning for, I mean, from what I read as a, you know, as an outside observer for the 2022 election against Le Pen and kind of new powers, new police powers, new surveillance powers that the French state is taking in their fights against, you know, uh, political Islam and all these, I, I don't even remember all the phrases Macron uses is Islamist is extremism is, is or separatism. He keeps saying, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and so I think that that's uh, definitely something that, 
you know, everyone should be uh, looking out for as a dynamic going on in Europe. Um, so we will try to trace um, that recent history. Um, before we get into it, Jean, is there anything off the bat you want to say about it or any context people should have? Mm, yeah, the context that people should have into like this new, like I would say like return of the Jedi of Islamophobia in, in France. Mm. It's like this is, a, this is a really, really long tradition that goes from like the fall of the Ottoman Empire, basically, when France invaded uh, Algeria. And, and, and this like the context of it is like the, the economic crisis and the sloppy management of the, of the Corona crisis. Because every time like friends have an economic crisis, they basically historically uh, like put it into a minority or invade another country. So like they can do the latter. So they they, they, they for the first one. <laughs> the thing I yeah. was just about to say with that is that like a lot of this like stuff of Macron being extra Islamophobic. Uh, piggybacks on kind of the episode that we were talking about briefly last week with the sense of Macron wants to be seen as the guy against like in one part Turkish aggression but it's just then also the sense of like well this gives me a chance to be racist so I'm gonna fucking do you know you know two birds with one stone right now and um, I think that um, that's also something that we like to put in context as well is that this has always of course been a problem in France um, as in for the rest of Europe, especially in the post 9-11 world. But the, the sense of, of taking, I think, the recent events and, you know, manipulating them into what he's doing now is also, like, pretty um, telling into the sense of how I think France wants to position themselves also in Europe. Because, like, yeah, you know, we were saying is that, like, uh, uh, France may not be the center of the European Union anymore, nor probably was it ever, but the French still fucking think that they are and that they're kind of the ones leading the discourse. And um, kind of within and all this Islamophobia has also then come then the stuff too of Macron getting a lot of applause from, you know, liberals and people of the left for things like um, wanting to ban things like the gray wolves and stuff like that. So it is, it is a lot of things kind of working simultaneously of how in this politic, I've, I've seen a lot of good people like applaud Macron for doing bad things in this because they don't understand the full context of, you know, what all this is that then it's like, you know, packaged into. So I think this is a good place to start because Macron does see himself, maybe not unlike Thierry Baudet in this grand struggle to win over, you know, this, uh, the debate, the discourse, whatever it might be. Um, he's a nerd. And so, is, <laughs> he's, yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I, hang on. This is a perfect time to remind the listeners at home of that quote from Macron. I think I have, I have it saved in my shit posting folder on my phone, but <laughs> I, I think I can remember it off the top of my head, which is most journalists don't understand my thoughts. I think is the quote. It's like his thoughts. <laughs> so, my thoughts are so too fucking complex king. Yeah, for yeah, journalists to understand. Yeah. It was like, it he was does like, have such a it's when he, he has such like a little Trump complex sometimes, and I kind of love it. My thoughts are too complex for journalists, says yeah. Emmanuel Macron. Yeah, right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just just right when he, he won the election, and then he got uh, he got the surname Jupiter. Like, uh, <laughs> the, the, 
the, the Roman gods after that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So uh, the reason I, I want to start there is because as far as I understand, Macron uh, early on was, I mean, he won in the runoff against Le Pen and he was positioned as the anti-far-right candidate, right? So he is the one, you know, pro-Europe. Um, that was obviously a big talking point back in the last election. Um, you know, kind of, yeah, the responsible one, I guess if you can mm. put it simply. And I know he made some... Um, I don't know if you can call it the denunciations or he criticized uh, this far-right magazine, Valours Actuelles. Um, I know Valours means something else, but in my head, I'm calling it Current Affairs. Uh, <laughs> Valour Actuelles, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, about, you know, he was kind of criticizing things that they would say. I, I think everyone can, can recognize this dynamic. But in October 2019, apparently after a long um, discussion and planning over this, he does uh, a cover story interview with them talks about immigration and the quote failures of the French model and blames Islam specifically for, you know, kind of destabilizing this beautiful French Republic. So this is starting us off in October, 2019. Uh, Jean, can you add any context to that? Yeah, that is the U-turn because as you said, he was positioned as the, the, like the, the the final boss against uh, the far right against Marine Le Pen. And like, but lately, because I guess, like he wasn't doing good in the polls, and the corona crisis like they, like destroyed basically French economy, and he had to put like you know a scapegoat, and like and the Muslim people are per, per, perfect scapegoat for for French politicians as they were always seen as outsiders. It's a long colonial history to to like um, oppress them. So he did this U-turn where. He, where first he was like, uh, like kind of like the representative of like post-racism, and it was like, yeah, you can talk down on people, but you know you have to do it a certain way. But now he made this new turn by um, getting uh, all these new advisors who are like basically far-right people who are from the Republican, you know, like in French in French politics or in every party, you have like the, all this movement within the party. So like within the party, you can have people who are more turning into the left and more people who turn into the right, even in the right wing party, right? But he got all the councillors who are really, really far right in the Republican, but we will never work with uh, Marine Le Pen because she's not post-racism. So it's it's just racism. Yeah, exactly. It's not racism unless it comes from the racism region of France. Exactly. Why is this racially motivated <laughs> bias? That the Republican is a little bit like that, and so it's like this kind of post-racism, and and so he decided to do this like kind of like far-right leaning U-turn and went into Valeur Actuelle with a. Uh, paper owned by a Lebanese phalangist who's trying to import uh, basically the Lebanese civil war against Muslim people in France. So really good people. <laughs> Sorry, no, no one knew where to take it from there. Um, <laughs> so just to emphasize that this is all before Corona. And I mean, a lot of the things we're going to talk about today are intensified by, you know, um, the 
Well, actually, uh, I have one question for, for context. So what is basically this whole time, even before coronavirus, France has been under like a state of emergency, right? Yeah. It, as is, since the beginning of the Yellow Vest movement, right? Yeah, and yeah. so Macron is making these kind of overtures. But before we get to the kind of uh, crackdowns and really like repression of the past couple of months, was the French government doing anything in particular? Or is it just like kind of pushing the discourse in this direction? So the, 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 the way the discourse was pushed, it's like, uh, basically you have this thing called in French La Fachosphere, which is like the, the far right people uh, on, on Twitter who always make certain subject, uh, subjects trending. And they really like the one who push the political discourse in uh, French politics. So we will have a discourse about, oh, oh my God, they, they like, uh, they're talking about genders in school, and then it's going to be trending topic in France, and like people are going to freak out about it. And so, like all these things push. But the difference, it's so sometimes like those people are used as kind of like think, think, think tank for the government in order to push new laws and stuff. So this is why you see now there's like this new communication by the French Senate where they say university. Uh, a searcher in university are not allowed to get funded to do uh, gender study anymore and stuff like that. So they're trying to, to really crack down on everything that is not uh, uh, helping out uh, a real traditional value and capitalism and so on and mm-hmm. so on. So like, so that was that was the climate, but like. The people from La, La Fachosphere or like the far right and so on, they, they never like had their ID implemented in such a way that it's like, I, I, I saw a survey like it, 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 got, it got out like earlier. People from La République En Marche uh, mm-hmm. uh, feel like the police was right to crack down on refugees um, uh, this week while mm-hmm. people from uh, Rassemblement National. So 90, 90% of, so 93% of people from the Republic of Mars feel that it was a no okay, uh, it, it was right to, to, to do it by the mm. police. But 90, uh, 90% from uh, uh, Rassemblement, Rassemblement National by, by, by Marine Le Pen uh, think that it wasn't okay. So now we have a situation where the political party who was supposed to be like kind of like uh, liberal and anti far right and and what we said in France for the election like uh, la, uh, la barrière contre le fascisme so really this wall against against fascism mm. you have those people who are more far right leaning than the far right party and yeah. this U turn happened in the context of. Uh, so you talk about the, 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 the emergency. So the, the state of emergency in, is into French constitution since the, 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 the Charlie Hebdo attack from five years ago, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it, officially in France, we're always in state of emergency now. So if you go to Paris, you will see military and shit. And so you have this in a the context, then you have the, the political crisis, a few other 
terrorist attack who are instrumentalizing to like saying like okay well, you you see like uh, they are representative of like all the Muslim people and Muslim people should uh, say publicly that they are not uh, like subscribing to what terrorists are are, are saying or, or pushing and doing yeah. and you have the the, the yellow vest uh context where the french police uh did a lot of violence a lot of people lost their limbs and and so on and so on so this is the whole context who like who made it possible to have like the, the people who subscribe to the main political party to be really really far right leaning that are being like now uh, you can say like really really simply and not not it's not even outrageous to say that France is now led by by a far right political party now and mm. because it's like yeah. you have the basis so like you you survey people and you ask them okay what do you think about the the the, the politics and what do you think about like the police and like immigration and all that stuff and they have really really extreme views so then the government is like okay we can capitalize on that and and so they they push they push and and the thing like what is doing macron is bumperizing the the idea of marine le pen really taking them implementing implementing them and then being like okay now you guys don't need to vote for rassemblement rassemblement national anymore because not only i'm implemented i'm implementing uh, the ideas but i'm going further mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, two things. The first is, I think, any any like centrist or liberal or however they self-identify, like defense against the far right. Like you have to vote for us so that you're not, you know, so that yeah. they don't take over. The ideal situation for them isn't to like overcome this threat. It's to have the is this like eternal vigilance. Like you need to keep voting for us and keep letting us do whatever we want because there's always this threat at the door. Yeah. And so it almost doesn't matter what they do because it's always, I mean, we know it well from the Democrats in the United States because it's like, well, have you seen the other guy? Mm. And, you know, they're very rude. The other point really quick is um, it reminds me of a classic quote from right after Macron was elected in 2017 from Edouard Philippe, uh, the, the prime minister, the former prime minister now. Yeah. Um, he was talking about economics, but I just think it fits exactly what you were saying where the Financial Times um, was interviewing him and they asked him that the government's plans for, you know, a more flexible labor market, tax cuts, and, uh, you know, public spending curbs, those are all right-wing measures. And then Mr. Philippe bursts into laughter and says, yes, what did you expect? Like, you know, <laughs> like, like running as a centrist. And then, you know, once the election's over, they're just like, yeah, of course, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's, yeah. No, that's what else did you think we were going to do? And it's that really fits exactly what you're talking about, too. And that was more, kind yeah, of perfect, and though. Police. That was kind of perfect though, because like, didn't like Macron ran under a party that just did not exist before the last elections, right? Yeah. So you can kind of form whatever you want around that. He also yeah. ran on the platform, or like, he ran as the guy who. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jean, but he was like basically responsible for the thing that destroyed Hollande's party. Yeah. Like Hollande's party was destroyed by these like economic reforms he wanted yeah. to do, and he was his economic minister. He separated away yeah. and. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. So like, he's been doing this politics since he was in the uh, in France. It's called uh, Le Parti Socialiste, which is uh, yes, yes. Like, we, we know it's not actually socialist. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, the Democrats in the in the, in the US, yeah, right? Yeah. So 
And now we now the the, the right wing one is called literally the Republican, the Republican. So you, you have you have it all now. And 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 what is beautiful, like really like props for that, it destroyed the party socialist from the interior or accelerated the, the, the destroying of French social democracy, then took the best like the best uh, people from there, like the meaning of the most technical people from, from there in order for him to, 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 to climb. Did La République en Mars, which is like a, a weird, weird platform where you have people from the Parti Socialist and the Républicains as well. So you have a broad scope. So it's like where you call yourself census in order to then, yeah, do what whatever he was supposed to do, like push like neoliberal reform. He's a, he's a old banker from Rothschild. Like, what, yeah. do, what do you expect? <laughs> no, that, that's that's absolutely right and there's like there's literally like two things i wanted to say about like the, these points because i i remember all of this going down is that um so like one like another problem when you go rely on the like liberal defense against fascism is that when part of the like liberalism like the capitalist worldview starts to break down they have no response to it because like police brutality in uh, France has been a problem now for a while, and forever. Yeah, they <laughs> and they basically just don't have any answer. They like because they are liberals, they've become the "we love our cops, our law enforcement" mm. party, and they're like super into the police doing whatever because they're the police. Even if you ask them, like, if someone else did this, if the like fire brigade did this, would you oppose it? They probably say yes, of course. Yeah. But the police are doing it and we love the police. Have you, have you saw the video where the fire brigade and the and the French police fight? Yes, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? We stand we stand a keg over here. We stand the French fire police unions. Um the the other side of it as well uh, that I was going to get at is the the ever vigilant thing is 100% right and it's 100% playing out now in, in France because this this like very this was the kind of thing that only like me and Hugh from previously in Europe pay attention to but we were like shocked and horrified when it happened this very like subtle thing happened in i want to say 2018 where Macron's government passed a law that changed um like electoral fairness, like mm. uh, fairness and advertising around elections, right? Mm. It used to be that basically, if I understand correctly, every party got like equal airtime. Yeah. Uh, if you were running, you would just get equal airtime. But they've now changed it to be like more data driven. So it's mm. based on results of last, like the last elections yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's, he's basically forced the situation where if he has his way, every presidential election going forward is going to be his party versus the neo-Nazis or whatever you want yeah. to call yeah, yeah, Le Pen's party. I keep wanting to call them National Front or Front National, but I know they've changed their name. <laughs> what do you want, you want to tra- And you, you always want to translate. Do you trans- How do you translate Podemos, for example? Yeah, no, I, 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 understand the, the, I understand the problem. This is the only political party in france that i translate it's still the republic of march it's still les Republicains. it's yeah they're the only one i'm sorry <laughs> no, no 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 don't be sorry for that uh, just, i just i just only like, unhinged psychopaths say <laughs> france unbowed when talking about france in some years <laughs> i once saw i once saw i once saw someone in a newspaper write alternative for germany i was like don't do that that's weird <laughs> But you see, you see the problem. Yeah, I, I do, I do. <laughs> so I guess we should fast forward um, through, like, yeah, through the 
first wave of the coronavirus up to September this year, which was when um, something came on my radar, at least, which was, again, talking about the discourse now, which is, uh, I'm going to try my best, ensalvagement. Controversy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I love about <laughs> salvagement. this, <laughs> John, I'll, I'll, I'll let you explain it, like like what exactly is it means, and we can go back and forth. But okay. I love so the New York Times article I'm going off of was first published September 4th, and they note that this like came right after the vacation break in August. Mm. Like they're like, all right, back to work. What are we going to talk about? And I just imagine <laughs> them all planning at their you know cabins in the Alps to be like. Yeah, let's just say like we're we're turning savage. Like let's just say that French society, like this I'm is a, classic colonial. We're going France but beast mode. <laughs> I'm a savage. Reckless, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah. whatever. What are the lyrics again? I'm trying to make jokes and I don't even know. Oh, oh the, the, the TikTok song. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. What's it, what was that? I'm a savage. We know music. We're yeah, so yeah. down with the kids. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just Emmanuel Macron doing the fucking WAP dance. <laughs> but by WAP no. dance I mean that Emmanuel Macron is an Italian American. No, he's an Italian American. so yeah, I'll, I'll actually give one piece of context. So it seems to me that Macron is kind of studiously, at least back in, in September, uh, was studiously just letting it happen. It was this one guy, uh, Damanin, I'm sure I said, I said it wrong, the interior minister. Yeah, yeah. And if you know nothing about, you know, any country in Europe, usually the interior minister is like the worst person in government, right? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. if, if you're worried about like a centrist or right-leaning party, it's like, check out the interior minister. Um, I know he has a bit of, um, you know, controversy around him and he's not, uh, he's not a good guy, um, but he's basically saying proudly, personally, I use the word and I repeat it. Uh, it fits. And he's kind of, the, he seemed at least in September, the one leading the charge. And again, I talk about this because in October, when these new security measures kick in, you can see that, I mean, of, of course, over the past several years, they've been laying this groundwork, but even the month before they know, like we're gearing up for like a big shift in, in how, in how we're going to, you know, relate to this. Mm. Yeah. The thing is, like you, 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 you describe it clearly. It's like you have, in order to, like, if you want to gear up on the on the the police, you have to slowly prepare the people to do that. So you push all the controversy about oh the the the, the so like en sauvagement. It's a really it's a funny word because it's a new word. So in French we say un néologisme. And uh, it, so they invaded the world just for that shit. Nice. <laughs> they just invented that word for the propaganda, which means turning into a, a, sauve, a savage. And I, and, I, and I let you imagine which population they're targeting when they're saying mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. uh, which was like pushed by the government and the, the right wing from Twitter, so La Fachosphere, who are now like directly like doing a are being like a think tank for the French government. So they push all these things. And if you, if you look at the data, it's even wrong. It's like there is not even more crime. There were not even more crime going on because they were like, look, look at the data for the violent crime going on during like the, the end of the lockdown, blah, blah, the first like, lockdown. 
and mm. and it's 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 not even it's not even real if you take it if you compare it to like to the to the data of crime and violent crime toward like the year or even like the year pure. So pure bullshit and anyway like if far right uh, people were interested by by facts we will know we are like in the post fact era right and and so like they push this thing so like the thing about security in France it's like it gets people really railed up like not not because it's virtually a unsafe country but it's just like you you put like uh, like videos it's like really a war of like image and uh, I guess this is why the borrowed necessity to spectac so you like put it like 24 7 like people because we have we have like 10 news channel who only put like uh, news 24 7 so you put like uh, uh, people getting beat, beat up 24 7 and people are like oh my god it's getting dangerous and you and you give only uh, hair to like uh, uh, far right people like Eric Zemmour and all that, that shit. Yeah. Eric Zemmour, official um, uh, doppelganger of uh, Timothy Chalamet. And <laughs> I think I told you before. Mm. And uh, and uh, so so they even they, they were even data out. They were like, okay, how many, how many left-leaning left people the French, one of the 10 French uh, news channel invited? Like, what are the stats? And they were like 0.8%. So you, right. you, have a, you have a situation like that, like pure, like at this level, it's not even pure propaganda. It's like, it's a, you have to invent a, a new word for that. And then, oh my God, you have like the second Baghdad and then, you have like what happened with uh, Samuel Paty, and and then the instrumental this like like it could it could it could have been like a, a, a false flag a false flag attack, but it would have been even it could have even been even better because he, mm. here you have everything that you that French been going crazy about for like centuries uh, the the educational system. Uh, the people from immigration, you even have like a Chechen in the cut. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, it's the, they really mix it up. Yeah. This is like this is like the French trying to do um trying to do like a false flag operation like at the beginning of a heist film. It's like <laughs> we need the best Chechen in the game. It's like, damn it, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> so, and yeah. then and then and then you have Charlie Hebdo. You have that mm. fucking droning. Yeah. I can't, I can't see that droning anymore. The worst droning ever. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you have that droning again, which is like a symbol of like who is kind of like push as a symbol of like a free expression or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god. Journalist, journalist integrity. Blah yeah. blah. blah. That is a question I have because so just for the for context, so that's the Charlie Hebdo attack you're referring to is at the end of September. Um, at the end of October, there was an attack in Nice. I think two people were killed, um, like a yeah. knife attack. And then the big event that was like kind of made international news and caused protests was uh, a teacher was killed after yeah. showing, like, teaching the Charlie Hebdo yeah. cartoon controversy in class. Yeah, yeah. And my question is, like, 
hasn't like everyone seen the cartoon by now like it's everywhere kind of yeah, thing like it, i mean it just because it's obviously it is, a big thing yeah. so yeah of course i think like the person who did the, the attack of course yeah, it wasn't really smart so what i what i understood what is really interesting about the story is like if i recall right there's this Chechen guy going in front of a high school he sees this kid he's like hey you want to make a quick buck and then the kid is like of course because uh, you have also to take into context like the economic. Chechen was also played by Jason Statham. Like, let's, <laughs> let's not get it twisted. <laughs> because you have to take you have to take into context like the social economic context of France, which is the, like the, one of the most classy society. Only England can can, can compare. <laughs> what a pissing contest! Who's the most <laughs> racist European country? We, we are developing a data-driven solution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's our grit. That's our new grit in the world. My coding skills and uh, and your talking skills. But like, it, it, it was like literally, you want to make a quick buck? It was like, oh yeah, sure. So I think he offered like one hundred euro or two hundred euro or something, something ridiculous. Something ridiculous like that. He gave it to the kid. He was like, "Hey, show me, show me the teacher who showed you the the painting, the the drawing of of, uh, of uh, the caricature of Maomi." And and he show he show him to the guy, and then unfortunately, uh, he killed he killed the the teacher. But why the fuck the kids are now involved? Because now like French teacher are literally. Uh, telling on their on their students when they're not like crying during the homage of someone's party or not saying the right thing, and the police is like uh, going into people's house in the like the early in the morning and be like, hey, your kid didn't didn't uh, say the right thing at school. He's like he's now being interrogated for terrorism, and the kid is ten years old. I can be a terrorist. What the fuck are you all about? So yeah, so this guy, I guess I was surprised at the like how it you kept hearing about it. Like I mean, how big how big the news was, and I mean, I guess it's certain it's sensational in a way. He was like beheaded, right? Yeah. And so that obviously, yeah. It reminds us flash, of flashy, flashy, right? A flashy yeah, style flashy. Uh, murder. Yeah, okay. um, and a big another part of it, at least according to the government and a lot of people, is that there was a big social media campaign, right, to like kind of like you know dox the the, the teacher, I guess. Yeah. And then it's just some kid from yeah from another school, like yeah. I don't know. I can just imagine like for whatever reason, just imagine you told a kid like, yeah, you want to like kill your kill a teacher, <laughs> like I met how many like you know like fucked up like high school kids would be like, sure if you're paying me like and I can get away with it and there's like an excuse for it. Yeah, it's it's um, it's, yeah. it's it's. I remember. I just I, I do remember how quickly that story got everywhere. Um, like this is not the first time in a European country that doesn't speak English, where like some like a terrorist attack happens, and then the right wing usually you give them like three days, and the international like English speaking right wing is on it, talking about it. Like, uh, what about? Uh, fucking white farmers in South Africa or some bullshit. Mm. Um, but like they latched onto this so fucking quickly. Yeah. It's like got to them immediately. Yeah, like after it happened. If there's like all the ingredients for good mm. uh, far right instrumentation, 
constellations. That's why that's yeah. why I said like it could have been like a, a false flag attack that it could have been better because like there's all the topping that you you need for a good frozen yogurt. Right. <laughs> you know, you know. I was asking myself I hate the that question. Frozen I don't. I don't want to get in trouble. I, it's, it's it's bad when some like nice teacher. It seems like it's killed for something you showed yeah. in class. Uh, but of course, I was asking myself like they were planning this for months. Anyway, bracket <laughs> that. Bracket that. Don't 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 uh, don't uh, try not to get us in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's the same response you should always have to like anything remotely terrorist like even 9-11 or it's just like that was shitty that that happened but like all the implementations all the things you're going to do afterwards to supposedly stop it from never happening again quote unquote is just gonna be so much fucking worse like i don't want to think what the french school equivalent of like taking off my shoes every time i go to the airport is going to be yeah. Like that's just good. They're going to like padlock teachers to a gun or something that goes off if someone speaks Arabic. It's going to yeah. be insane. I always forget that France is like one of the most. Because I was just about to make a joke of like, well, fuck it, Rob. You know, like who's going to fucking come up to us? Like the fucking French Foreign Legion. And I'm like, oh. yes, those psychos <laughs> will. <laughs> They're fucking horrifying. They're dead eyed psychos. Legitimate. Yeah, like fucking terrifying. I'm just imagining the- just a bunch of fucking idiots in pinstripe shirts and berets. No, it's all like fucking ex, you know, whatever Jacked. special ops the fucking French have. Yeah who probably murdered more POCs than you can fucking count like in a number in general. It's yeah, going no, to, it's no going to be somewhat like some jacked French guy standing on your neck until your life just like fades, fades from your eyes, Nick. And then it will just be him smoking a cigarette being like, I yeah. need to cheat on my wife to get over this again. It's that literally it's that, um, What's that? What's that? That that picture of just like the person just uh, it's from like I think like a really like, shitty like Turkish movie or whatever where the guy's just like choking someone out just like with no expression on his face whatsoever. Midnight Express. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like it's just that, but it's the entire. It's that's that's just his his life. But he has some like goofy name. Like what was the guy who was the like private security contractor guy who we did a Mega Rica about? Oh yeah, uh, the fucking yeah. yeah. Sorry, this is some French shit we did cover, but like the the richest guy in France, um, like hiring Lesquale the shark to yeah, like yeah, infiltrate yeah, the French name. newspapers and yeah, yes. Jesus Christ, that whole fucking shit. Yeah, uh, that Ed, guy's Edouard, gonna come after us now. The guy who owns LVMH. The guy who owns LVMH. Oh yeah, was yeah. like, like was his last name like Squarolini or something like that? <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a he's a uh, he's a French guy from like the Italian border, so his last name's like Squarcellini or something. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we've mentioned the the reaction, but we should just get into it because uh, Macron was at. I remember he there was this huge uh, funeral, or I mean some. Uh, remembrance for uh, the teacher in Paris. M- Macron was there. He spoke. He said the incident was, quote, a typical is- Islamist terror attack. And our compatriot was killed for teaching children freedom of speech. Um, I know he said that this is unique compared to uh, recent terrorist attacks in France, because while those gave evidence of, you know, um, ne- international terrorist networks, this was like purely homegrown terrorism, mm. um, according to an article in the BBC. And so after that, it's basically been 
Well, there have been several waves of this because the most recent one was, and we're going to talk about the new police laws in a second because I don't think it's a coincidence this is all happening at the same time, but Macron has called for basically new Republican values, uh, basically saying that there's going to be like a national council of imams and, every, and they all have to register. And immediately after the attack, I We're think several... We're getting French Sharia law, baby. Lay <laughs> Sharia law. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be officially sanctioned Sharia law. And Sharia yeah, and, law. And, and, and they closed down several uh, mosques too yeah. um, that they like thought had some connection somehow. And, and I think deported over 200 people. An anti-racist organization also. They, they, they cracked down on the, the, the NGO work... Uh, against discrimination against uh, Muslim people and Islamophobia, uh, it's called the Chris. And they, after like a few weeks on Twitter, being like, we're gonna shut you down, you guys are collabo, collaborators, uh, they shut it down. And, um, and in that set of law as well, there's uh, something who made uh, a lot of uh, waves on, on social network, it's like the, uh, the identification of uh, Muslim children, you know, the, uh, by with numbers, uh, in order to so the the the, the official communication is like in order to make sure that they go to school and they don't go to uh, to you know an Islamic school a madrasa instead, you know, which uh, which is uh, the first time that. Uh, um, a European country tried to number their minority didn't end up really well. <laughs> Mike Trump. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just doing, I'm wooing in the same way as like when I'm at a concert and the rock star says the town I'm from. <laughs> yeah, Germany, woo! <laughs> uh, um, some well, other things in, listed here in the, the bill. Hits. Our restrict, restrictions on homeschooling, um, harsher punishments for those who intimidate public officials on religious grounds, a ban on sharing the personal information of a person in a way that allows them to be located by people who want to harm them. I mean, all these things sound to me just like more excuses to like, like just, just kind of strengthening the law that allows you to pursue somebody for, yeah. I mean, intimidation and sharing information is like, I don't know, by definition, those are uh, vaguer legal concepts, right? Yeah. And but it's, it's already kind of it's already it's already settled in in France. It's so funny because we we making law for everything. When we have a we have a, a book like who's like wait oh my god like being a like a law student in France must be hell because like they just like publish new books like for example this set of rules will be only for Muslim people. So you have like the penal code with like. Like, for example, intimidating people, it's already sanctioned by the penal code, right? But on this Republican pact for Muslim people, then they're like, okay, again, um, if you try to share personal information, especially now with the GDPR law, you already like on the European uh, level, you already sanctioned so two times, and then you have the penal code only for Muslim people, only for the Muslim community, which we, which we call this thing and another bunch of authoritarian things. So it's like, it's, it's really, it's really like um, uh, an overkill, if you can, if I can 
use the expression. I like how France is just doing the whole like separate but equal thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, another country. another quote was that Macron is insisting that these like basically moms or you know religious leaders have to you know basically sign or assert that Islam is an apolitical religion. Yeah. Which to me seems well, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I mean, we here think everything's political. First of all, yeah. first of all, everything <laughs> is political, and I don't think the Catholic Church. Who have like still so much influence in France, especially <laughs> since last. Uh, the Catholic this, Church, nothing, nothing but but you know, just being a, a, apolitical for two thousand years. Exactly, you know? especially yeah, during no World War II. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, at the same time, the Pope is like this political like force who's like ruining you know the true word of God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a, According in a, to like half of the people who like make the same argument. In a in a in a like um, little uh, military state with Swiss mercenary, but all apolitical. Yeah, like my, <laughs> the, the most favorite, my most favorite apolitical, um, my most favorite apolitical Catholic move was the year, uh, December 25th, the year 800, where Charlemagne was crowned by the Pope, the first Holy Roman Empire. Totally apolitical move. <laughs> Love it. Uh, classic was, apolitical Catholicism. Go for it, baby. Famously oh. crowned the, the apolitical Roman Empire. Yep, apolitical. The, the apolitical Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Keep politics out of my Roman Empire. <laughs> that was the problem with the last one. My, my favorite, like, a political move from the Catholic Church is when they, they extradited uh, Nazi officials via Switzerland by giving them passport for South America. That's my favorite. Ooh. So that they wouldn't do politics anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. You can't... Who, who does and doesn't have passports? Totally an yeah. apolitical thing. Yeah, it's the. Do you guys not remember the tenth commandment? It is thou shalt not do politics. Uh, keep, keep politics out of my damn video games. Cross out video games. Church. <laughs> Uh, the church. Yeah, I always, the video I, games always I always fucking, I always fucking love going to mass, and you fucking hear, you know, your uh, your just dead-eyed pastor going on about like you know abortion or the fuck Catholics care about. But then also, and I'm like being completely serious though. Well, then also then go and like tell you how like yeah, the Catholic Church is like you know politics and this like you know Catholics have to vote as Catholics, and it's like not a political institution. Like they do actually believe their own bullshit. Like I do actually want to like you know step my foot down like it is a it is a i am it is a thing maybe not i'm always, so but. looking forward to like going to a catholic sermon in 10 15 years and it's just going to be some new upstart priest talking about how like boobs and video games are smaller now it's just going to be like <laughs> as catholics we need to stop this all right so i think from this point on i'll be taking uh, uh taking over to talk about some some new developments in all of this, the, but the next piece of the puzzle, the next the piece, next, of the, puzzle, the next ingredient in the gumbo, definitely, definitely not connected, not at all, at all. No, the new security law. Uh, I believe in French, it's being called the the global security law. Uh, is... yeah, what's the security global? Yep, backwards. <laughs> <laughs> the adjectives go last. I remember this. Um, yeah, so the new uh, the new global security law, and namely. Uh, article 24 of it, but there's some other bad stuff in there as well. Uh, so Article 24 seems to be the one that's causing all the the, the hubbub in particular. Uh, the Article 24 is 
punishes uh, people with a year in prison and a 45,000 euro fine, which, whoo, um, to publish by any means and in any medium the face or any other identifying feature of a police officer or gendarme. With you cannot the, post their Nazi tattoos. <laughs> cannot post the, the, the... It's two lightning bolts. They're not two S's. Stop asking. Um, yeah, with this specifically... This is an apolitical tattoo. This is an apolitical tattoo. It's a Hindu symbol. Um, <laughs> with the aim of them causing physical or psychological harm. So oh, we're not like... Who? We're not allowed to bully the cops. We're not allowed. We're not allowed to get into cops' mentions anymore. Apparently, yeah, the global triggering can, law. You know who still fucking can regard. You know. You know who's not afraid to fucking bend the rules for the betterment of us. What is our, our, our the, the fire department? <laughs> the only exemption is the fire department. You could, uh, you could, you could ring the emergency services in France and request the uh, the fire brigade come to your house to help you bully a cop on Twitter. Yeah, the fucking fire department, the fucking Parisian fire department, just becomes like some like nineteen seventies New York fucking mob thing. You have to like go to like <laughs> you have to meet with them in like a vacant building for like a two day period, like once a month, in order to like you know pay your dues to them. This is some guy going into like an apartment building in like the middle of Paris with no elevator built in, just gets up to like the fourth floor after all these stairs, gets onto some like French loser's computer and just be like, that's better than taking kittens down from the tree. All right, do you have the picture of the pig shitting on its own balls? I can send that to the cop. <laughs> um, so yeah, but this is, this is just like one aspect of the, uh, the global security law and there's been a fair amount of organization around it, namely by like journalist unions, if I understand correctly. Um, yeah. So it, like anything else they want to talk about before I get into uh, uh, Jean, before I get into like the other details of the security law. Mm. Yeah. So there were a bunch of, uh, of um, uh, NGO against it. So, and mm. organizations. So they were uh, lawyers, uh, journalists, and uh, and the people from people who like um, fight against uh, um, the police prejudice against minority as well. Yeah, yeah. Because like, if I remember correctly, like a lot of the stuff got particularly particularly out of hand with police brutality, or at least the international sphere was paying attention to it more during the, the Gilets Jaunes and the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the general strike. I'm not sure what that yeah. period after the Gilets Jaunes was called, but the, there was one where the unions got a bit more involved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was the moment, because the thing is, like, usually, because, like, the French police is, is literally um, was founded in, in like, um, colonial framework, so like mm-hmm. all the, the the most of the units like they did like they, they, the 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 technique that they use is technique that they used to use like in 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 Algeria or the colony that they they, they had around the world. So so usually they used to do their police violence in the suburb where minority are. But with legislation you have a new a new demography which is like uh, people uh, who are from the countryside, who are from uh, um, small cities, 
going going to going to Paris to like uh, demonstrate for the Gilets Jaunes, and then they experiment uh, uh, police violence for the first time. And since it's also white people uh, experimenting it, then the international press were all on, right. Yeah. So yeah, they they became a bit more familiar. Yeah, I, I yeah. remember. I remember, like, I think we joked about it before on the podcast, but, like, people from Extinction Rebellion, like, UK, going to, like, France to protest and <laughs> finally experiencing, like, the French gendarme cracking down <laughs> their fucking skulls, being like, what the yeah. fuck is this? Um, yeah. It's easy to laugh at them, but honestly, it's like, I hope they learn something, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's real out here, bro. Yeah. Like, I hope they learned that maybe being a part of a political movement that aims to get arrested is maybe not a great idea that translates every yeah. like different part of the world. Um, yeah. So going into a little bit of what else is in this bill, that's kind of like deeply upsetting um, is there is going to be like, that allows the police to implement drones from above to survey crowds. Also with facial recognition to get uh, more uninterrupted access to private security cameras. So like store security cameras, uh, business security cameras, that kind of thing. What else was there? The, oh yeah, there was the, um, oh, the crackdown of the sale of fireworks. I remember particularly that was like a big thing during the lockdown. There was like a neighborhood in Paris that like threw fireworks at the cops. Mm. I remember getting particularly incensed because like the news station that uploaded the footage is like this, you know, auto playing Facebook kind of video just couldn't help but put fucking trap music underneath it. Being like, <laughs> okay, hey, we know what you're doing here. Hey, I'm son. Where'd you find this? <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesus. So the, the, the aerial surveillance drones, scaling back on fireworks, trying to see if there was anything else. Um, yeah, I think the, the, the law also seems to be like tailored to suit police unions. Cause the mm-hmm. guy who's like proposed ish, uh, I'm going to butcher this. I'm just going to say it. Gene Michael Faverg. Uh, <laughs> right. That's fucking right. Uh, nailed it. Six years of French. Let's go. Um, yeah, so like he was, he was the head of Raid, which is yeah. Le Raid. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So he he's 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 made the cop law by cops for cops. Yeah. Um, so that's B two B two C. The supply chain is just one loop going yeah. around. Um, yeah, so like naturally, people are pissed. Was it marketed with the Punisher logo on it? <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just a guy in French Parliament being like, hey, I read this cool American comic called The Punisher. Totally <laughs> not about it? murdering cops, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jean-Michel uh, Favre. Can I just, can we just like, wait, I'm, I'm so, I, I oh. like, I, I ended up uh, completely unrelated it um i had just one of those moments again this week that i just like came full circle and i just forgot that the police love the punisher logo and have forgotten that the entire whole point of frank castle was that he fucking hates the united states <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he hates and the I cops just love, yeah he fucking hates the cops he hates the military he fucking hates everything and yet um these absolute dipshits just don't like come on they're too stupid to read a fucking comic book like that's low like you're you're you can't look at pictures 
So these but pictures it, have words. I, yeah. What it gets at, though, I think, is this like dynamic between because at the same time you see something similar with like the right wing and uh, like military in the U.S., which is sort of like why like they're almost against even that level of like organization because you just want to be like a badass, like you want to be an operator, not like a foot soldier. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You want to have like the full independence and police. Certainly, you can feel like that in a lot of places. If you're a police officer, fucking on patrol, you do what you want: beat up, kill someone, and hey. You, you, you have immunity, but at the same time, even the police and that level of organization, some people can feel like, I just want to yeah, go <laughs> go savage mode like yeah. by myself and do what I want. And if, if, if Europe does have... <laughs> actually, <laughs> if, as we've been like, kind of talking about a lot on the show, if Europe does have some institutions to kind of reincorporate uh, some of this like, far-right violent energy into the state, more so than, I don't know, in the U.S. or other countries where it might spin off into something else. It would take the form of, yeah, stronger police unions and, like, saying, yeah, you can be the Punisher and it means being a police officer. Yeah. It means going to Savage Mode and Savage Mode 2. Yes. So um, we're pointing out that a lot of, like, political forces and people within France are not happy with this global security law. Um, Yeah, there's a demo tomorrow. Yes, one of one of the biggest, you know, I think. Uh, right, there is, like the, well, we're, the... we're going to miss it, but maybe we can put a no, link in the description or something. No, like, you. I mean, it comes out after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this episode comes out but, uh, Monday, so there was a demo on Saturday. Go back in time, French people who listen to this. Um, the there will probably be another one, I'm guessing, um, because the law has been passed, if I yeah. understand correctly. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. uh, it's French, so nothing is, is easy. So you have to go to the Senate again, and then it can be uh, like, like what is it? Or... killed or something. Okay, okay. So the um, yeah, the people supporting this bill in in politics seem to be uh, Les Republicains and, of course, Les Republicains March, who like, basically made the bill, mm. if I understand correctly. Yeah. Um, they, did, they did offer a fig leaf. They did offer an olive branch to us, to us peace-loving lefties uh, <laughs> uh, in the form of, we, you can publicly identify a police officer by their badge number. Oh. That's it. so still filming them and being mean to them on twitter is still not legal but we can get their badge number the thing that that was basically designed to do bringing a like a a well-sharpened pencil to a gunfight (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i really love the idea that like in the original draft of this bill you couldn't identify cops by their id numbers like what's the fucking point of having the id number just put fucking wingdings on it. It doesn't matter anymore. You know that if you type out a cop's number a certain way, you get a uh, Bush did nine eleven in, in, mm, in, in the <laughs> If you say a cop's ID number three times in the mirror with the lights off, then they will come and beat you up. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of like the immunity thing, um, because this is just an insane story about the Macron presidency that has to be repeated until everyone listening to this podcast can talk to their Macron loving neighbors or friends or family or whatever and remind them of the it fact doesn't matter that Macron, what country you're in <laughs> no because he got a lot of press attention he's he's still kind of a darling in some people's eyes um his bodyguard used to cosplay as a cop at riots just so yeah, he could true. beat the shit out of people <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that was that was like 
the news has been so wild that we kind of forgot there was this footage of like people being beaten up the Gilets Jaunes and then one people like just a group of French people just yelling it was like wait that's not police uniform. He's just wearing black and a motorcycle helmet. Yeah, wait. Does he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Does he just like? Does he just fucking like go into the crowd, like put his motorcycle helmet on, and then it just like you see from his perspective, just like infrared and just, it was like, like a, it was like a cop Halloween costume. Yeah, he's wearing like a male stripper cop costume. <laughs> <laughs> the pants just tear off immediately as he runs away. Yeah, so that's the kind of insane shit we're dealing with in France, and yeah, uh, yeah Macron's government not good. Um, well, is there any way <laughs> never we can never tie was this all good? Let's not. Yeah, yeah. like uh, like Jean, is there any like what's the like if there's like a political force that's like because maybe these forces? I mean, I think obviously they're coming from the same yeah Macron state, but like can they be fought uh, in unison? Are they separate issues? Like, if not structurally, you, then maybe tactically. Like, what's uh, the what's the resistance? I guess. Yeah, the only thing is like uh, uh, people like, for example, tomorrow for Saturday, they're going. They, they, people is gonna be a demo. So if there is really a really a large large number and like uh, a pressure of the public opinion, then it's gonna be repealed, you know. But it's like. It's like those because they were like this this Netflix show about um, the protest against the war in Vietnam, and it's like the same thing, right? It's like even though if there's a lot of people protesting, it's not doesn't mean that the government is gonna repeal the law. So it's really wait and see, and there is no there is no political um, opposition in France anymore, thanks to Macron. And thanks to a lot of people who uh, thought and and put like uh, everything in the same bag and, and like fully fully destroy destroy like French political landscape. But like for example, if we say like for example for the next election, we are I think in two years or a year and a half. I don't see yeah, any. Year and a half now. Yeah, I don't see any other party making like even like more. Than yeah because like i this is something that i i believe we've kind of alluded to or haven't really outright said no we no we have we have but like all of this like tough on islam tough on security stuff is to like prepare macron for 2022 when the yeah. actual election happens thesis um, statement thesis statement thesis statement yes yes but like the with the we are going into it like the the complaint from i believe it was the 2017 election mm-hmm. was that a lot of french people were complaining that the like french presidential election is becoming more american yeah. because uh les Republicains had like these open primaries and like primary debates and yeah. things that like all seemed very american all very spectacle all very televised mm. and that got Great way to go nothing wrong with going <laughs> get more american that always leads to good things yeah right. Um, but that more like, agency and and control over the political process and feeling not insane. Yes, ask who would, I was just about that. to ask who would be like French Joe Biden, but it's it's it's, it's Macron. <laughs> like I, I, my Macron's dad is, comes out of the woodwork. <laughs> it's yeah. just it's just Macron, but he doesn't know where he is. What would be like the French equivalent of him just like sucking his wife's fingers, doing that, but like more often and. It winning him support on a Vespa. <laughs> on a Vespa. <laughs> um, the the yeah. So like the the.
thing that I was getting at though is that like the Liz Republican primaries, if I remember correctly, happened the year before. Like they happened in 2016. So yeah. like the French election season is now going to be starting like winter 2021. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we're, we're we're gearing up for it, and it's also not it's not impossible, or it's not like it was very hard for me to read all this news and watch all the videos on Twitter and stuff like that and not feel like this is Macron preparing for people being more willing to take to the streets again, because yeah. like the Gilets Jaunes in particular, like stop, stop pronouncing the, the end of the world. We don't do that. In I'm no, so sorry. <laughs> no, don't, don't, Kieran, don't, don't listen. Don't listen to the French. Gilets Jaunes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, I, I, I genuinely spell it like J I L L Y J O O N S. Uh, the Jilly Junes. The <laughs> um, yeah, so they'd been like everyone in the international space paid attention to them when they first appeared. Yeah, but they basically didn't go away. They were like no. a sustained movement for yeah. like more than a year now at yeah. this point. Yeah. yeah, and only the coronavirus stopped them. Mm. Like that was like stopped quote unquote but like they weren't demonstrating as much and it's very hard not to read the security law um as macron is getting ready for the lockdown to end because yeah. they're, they're going doing, to take to the street again go on macron is doing basically what spain or greece did it's like yeah. Sp- spain uh, uh cracked down on on all on all this like uh, anger from the street by doing all those law where basically if you protest you go to jail for uh, I don't know how many years and you get a huge fine so you so like in order for you to uh, not protest there's all this uh, set of uh, legal laws happening I don't know if it's, mm. if it's if like those law got implemented or no but it's it's exactly what Austerity Spain did after there were all these demos going and the and same thing. Nados and stuff. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, like, the thing is, like, the uh, Gilets Jaunes are a movement of, of like, uh, people who are really organized. On, on, online, even though like you, you could simply say that their the demography is like boomer, mm-hmm. and and but they 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 are well organized via Facebook group, uh, Telegram group even and so on. So they keep talking, they keep talking, and they still have like they still had physical spaces that they took over all this roundabout that they took over, and they still like the the. The, like the structures that they build on it to to like to like stop uh, cars and stuff. So they they just yeah they're just waiting at the first because there were no dialogue because uh, Macron is basically the president of the really 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 rich people in France and he only talked to them and for example they gave eighty one million euro to the operas of Paris. And 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 like refused to give 21 million to the, to the fund for the the saving of the electronic music scene in France. So in or in rather to to do to to rather to do to put some funding in in like a music that is like quite 
mainstreamly listening in France. They just mm. choose to put all that in one old building in Paris. So yeah. it tell you everything about the 81 million. I don't know if you understand for one building. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking to myself that it's like, surely the building isn't even worth that much. Are they building like another building on top of it? Uh, so it's like it shows you everything about the the politics of Macron. So like people are ready to take it on on, on the on the on the on the street again, les gilets jaunes and other organizations. So he, he, if he doesn't like since he's not in a, in, a, in a mood of listening people, then you have to give up in the legal side. So this is why there's the uh, uh, La Loi de Sécurité Globale getting into heaven. Yeah. But it's like, it's it's ridiculous to to see it implemented because it's like basically what the falling regime in Southern Europe do, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Well, the, 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 the French are finally deciding whether they're like Northern European or Southern European. You were always like halfway between the two and you've decided you're now Southern European. <laughs> crack down on protest movements. Um, but don't worry, your food will get better and like you'll just, yeah. everything will become sexier. But like really, like really anti-protest. France declaring itself Southern European is a classic move. That's that's where Latin America comes from. That's where France was trying to be like, this is our sphere of influence now. Because, you know, we're Latin, like you. Latin <laughs> that's a true story. I'm not making that up. Yeah, no, but it, it does feel like that bit from 30 Rock where the guy's coming out like, hello, fellow kids, kind of thing. Yeah. The French. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's one last little thing I want to say about the protest, because I'm not sure if everyone like caught the footage of uh, the removal of the refugee camp mm. in the center of Paris. Um, this basically happens, I believe. Oh, this was like Tuesday this week, I want yeah. to say. Tuesday just gone past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this made its way onto Twitter. Happened in the middle of the night where like the police came along, evicted the refugees from where they were sleeping. Uh, like not like evicted makes it sound like they were in buildings and improper mm. housing. No, they were in tents in the middle of the street and they're like kicked out. The tents are confiscated. Um, journalists are chased down the street for filming the cops. Cause this is after the global security law has somewhat passed. Um, tear, like people are tear gassed. Uh, the homeless people are trying to like march to other parts of Paris. So they find somewhere to sleep they're stopped and redirected. Whole thing is a complete mess. Uh, I want to say a special thanks to uh, Re- I'm going to pronounce your names wrong. Remy Bouzine <laughs> and uh, probably Mar- Remy Bouzard. Remy Bouzard? Re- yeah. Remy Pussy? What? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank the rat from Ratatouille. Uh, <laughs> no, Kira, uh, Kira just making up fucking like soprano characters that never made the cut. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It's Remy Buzine. Remy Buzine. Yeah, it's really Remy Buzine. Yeah, it's even And uh, I'm going to let you say that other name, uh, the, the Mark Oliver one. <laughs> oh, let me check, let me check. Where, where the fuck is it? I just lost it. Mark Oliver Chatonier? Oh, yeah, let me open it. <laughs> let me open the link. Here, and it can't be that Marc hard. Oli- Marc Olivier Chatonier. Chatonier. There we go. I, I tried my best. Um, I used to you be really good at French. You did not. I did, did not, not I did not try my best. best. I'm sorry. You tried I'm sorry. your absolute fucking worst. 
I am so sorry. You have guy. to do the bit and stick with it, as that yep. you can't pronounce French. You can't I just can't. give up halfway. <laughs> you know what? Just because, just because somebody who whose first language happens to be French is standing in front of you, you need to, you know, be, be more Look. confident that you can't speak French. Well, I'm I'm happy to do it with like terrible people in French politics that make like a garbage of their name, but like these people are good people who are out in the streets. And, good like, doing... people, but they're just like, but they just they're they're the language that their name happens to be in is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not your fault that it's not spelt the way that it should be. Anyway, uh, these are two like uh, gumshoe journalists and photographers who were out on there, and they're like responsible for the majority of the footage that came out, or at least that I saw of like stuff going down in the street. Uh, we'll probably put the links to all of that in the description because if you missed it, it is worth looking at because to understand the actual horror of what was happening there. Um, but yeah, this is kind of a, the, a, a ongoing situation. Um, you mentioned there's a demo this weekend, which will be Saturday just past, and it also has to go through the Senate or something. But what do you think the next couple of weeks or months regarding this even looks like or... Where, what, what what is happening in France? <laughs> so basically, what's going to happen? So you're going to have the, the, the demo. Then people are going to lay low a little bit because it's Christmas soon and Christmas is really serious in France. Uh, yeah. even totally no of, religion. Yeah, Catholic is apolitical. Apolitical <laughs> Christmas. Apolitical Christmas. The apolitical war on Christmas. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a secular stage and everyone yeah. take two weeks off for the board of our, board, birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think like things gonna gonna I think we you could like probably safely say that for the first of January is gonna be probably a riot for, for sure. Right. And then then you're gonna have like some more demos happening that I really I don't know why I really sense because there they they there had been so much sur- suppressed energy, so too much, uh, yeah. So, mm. like, in, ge- in January, for sure, we're going to be a riot. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. <laughs> cool. We'll keep a we lookout for can't that. Say we, yeah, we legally can't say we support that. We legally can't say it. <laughs> yeah. But we legally can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but before you, uh, we wrap up, Jean, is there anything you want to promote? I know you've been blogging recently. Um, I know you did a podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll have links in the description. But anything you want to say about that? Yeah. So I've been writing on this uh, on this this essay about the the, the future of music post COVID, and like mm-hmm. I'm take, I'm taking on like the context of like what is being an artist in general, and how it links to the dance music industry, and how like. We are basically all fucked until there is a revolution because it's all linked to the material condition. Mm. And uh, so I've been writing this and I've been interviewing like a few thinkers and like so DeForest Brown Jr., with which I did a podcast as well, and with which I'm doing now a lecture at the university in Toronto, Ryerson University. And uh, Zan Mustafa and Sarah Wild and Rich Jensen from uh, X Subpop, we now have a company called uh, Resonate and we do uh, a cohort streaming service. So it's a really interesting piece. It's really long to read. So 
make sure you have a break in between. But yeah, <laughs> get a snack and some water. You know, halfway through through reading yeah. it. Yeah. Much like much like uh, much like Macron, uh, Jean's thoughts are too complex for most people <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to understand. You make sure your blood sugar's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hydrate. You also yourself. have we we had this under like miscellaneous notes, which we don't have time for. But yeah. you did write an essay on the cuties controversy and some of that, which for the people who don't know, I mean, we can't get into it now. But for people who yeah. don't know, it was made by a French director. And it's kind of takes, I, and she's from Paris, right? Like a black yeah, French she, 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 director. Yeah. So, you know, for those who don't know, French connections everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the, the French connection. Um, <laughs> yeah, the new French connection. Still just, uh, just as involved with the, uh, you know, CIA. Oh, yes, wow. yes. Tra- tra- trafficking children now. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. Right. And with that, uh, that was your weekly corner speedy. Thank you, John, for coming on again. And uh, yeah, make sure to check out his stuff and all the links. And yeah, that's it. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Peace. Bye bye.